Welcome to Teach Your Passion Online, the weekly podcast for passionate people who want to build online businesses. Hey guys, Matt Chapman here, uh, and today my special guest is Mr. Tom Barlow. How are you, sir? I'm I'm Fan Dabby Dozy, Matthew. Fan Dabby Dozy. Oh, I haven't heard that in a while. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's an 80s that's reference, isn't it? One, that is. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an 80s reference. Love it. Um, so Tom is uh, an all-round top dude, um, awesome BJJ competitor, owner of a full-time martial arts studio, and um, he's also really, really great at writing copy um, for specifically for the martial arts industry. Um, so, Tom, how did you how did you get into the whole copy writing area? Um, well, honestly, Matthew, uh, like m- a lot of martial arts instructors, uh, I started out teaching and I had no real idea how to run a business. Yeah. Um, so my time was kind of spent, you know, drinking tea, twiddling my thumbs and then training as much as I could um, without a of- strategy. Yes, an excellent growth strategy. Uh, and then around about 2010, 2011, something like that, I realized that probably not the best strategy for long-term growth. Um, you know, we we're doing okay from referrals and all those things. So I started to go on business courses. Uh, specifically, you know, I went over to the US a bunch, um, did a few things over there because a lot of their, their kind of courses, uh, they were a lot further ahead than we were in the UK at the time. Yeah, and in terms of the internet marketing things, and obviously that was the way it was going. So I went over and did the, uh, the uh, quite a few courses over there. And one of the things that really struck me was the importance of copy. Um, so if you think about copywriting, it is like everything that you say or write is a form of copywriting. Um, and you can either choose to win that game or lose that game. So if you spend a little bit of time and learn how to effectively uh, like structure your your message it can be super beneficial to you so from that point i started going like deep into copywriting um just did tons and tons of courses i hand wrote out old school copy letter uh, copywriting articles and letters and all kinds of different things and i've spent probably the last eight years writing copy i think um and it's yeah it's massively useful yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, copywriting is probably one of the most important business skills, but it's a skill that most people don't even think about. <laughs> it is like, well, I've got to put some words on this website or on this email, but yeah. I just like anything that comes into my yeah. head and <laughs> that will do it. And to be honest, I was the same. I remember you getting into copywriting and you invited me on a few courses and I was yeah. like, nah, I don't need to do all that copy rubbish. I want to make pretty pictures and videos and put stuff up. But like you say, essentially any type of communication whether it's spoken whether it's written whether it's video whether it's even image and design is a form of copywriting it's a way of um, encouraging people to take an action that you want would you agree with that absolutely like a hundred percent and the funny thing about like copy and using words and all of those kind of things is, is subtle changes and tiny little changes can just have huge differences in in the way it relates to the person and also the old like the end goal of what you get out of the piece of copy yeah. Um, I know like, I, I put up a test a little while ago for, for, for you guys and I added an emoji at the end of a, an open uh, of a subject line and it got like an extra 10% increase in open rates. Yeah. And when you think about things like that in terms of um, like student volume and all those things, if you have, let's say you've got 100 people on a list and you know you're going to convert like 50% of those, if you can get that up to 60%, that is a massive, massive increase in the amount of people that are going to see your message, read your message, and ultimately take action. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, why do you think, uh, I mean, obviously martial arts instructors, our main passion is martial arts and training. And then we, like you say, kind of accidentally get into teaching and into the business side of things. But I would say that most martial artists uh, are not particularly skilled in writing copy. They struggle with it. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Is it just a lack of training or something else, do you think? Uh, I think there's probably a couple of reasons. The first one is like a lack of understanding that there is this thing called copywriting <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean like it's 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 a lot to do with like the psychological element of it as well you know um, how to persuade people and yeah. then i think there's this also this undertone that often goes off in, in martial arts is like that people don't want to come across as salesy they you know they don't want to appear to be um like a, I'm going to use the word dojo type thing yeah, um, or like fake or any of those things that you get seen around, you know, like they don't want to come across as the, uh, the infomercial, you know, the ones I'm talking about, like yeah, yeah. the X and all those kind of things, like yeah, yeah, yeah. all the, uh, all of those things. They don't want to come across as that. And you don't have to with copywriting. That's not the point of it. You, you can, you can be as cheesy or not cheesy as you want, but it is so, so important. Um, and going back to like teaching as well, when you're, when you're teaching in a class, the, the rules of copywriting apply to your classes as well. So, you know, obviously when we're teaching, like, let's say, I don't know, a jab, for example, there's mm -hmm. ways that you can describe a jab that are incredibly dull or can make people want to learn the technique and want to practice it more. And that's yeah. just copywriting. Yeah. Um, to give you an example on that, I'll, I'll, I'll one that I used to use all the time in our instructor training is like, uh, you bring everybody into the center and you're like, okay, guys, I'm going to show you this one detail that's going to make your jab virtually unstoppable. That is copywriting. Yeah. And immediately it piques everybody's interest into what, you know, what, what, what they're going to learn. They want to know this one little detail. You know, they want to be able to punch everybody in the face no matter what the other person does. And it, it, it gets them more interested in what you're doing. Okay, yeah. so it's a, such a, a, such a, such an important skill uh, and really crucial to people, to instructors particularly. Yeah, and it, like you say, it applies in any area of communication, doesn't yeah. it? It's not necessarily writing stuff on paper. It can be what you say in, in the first sentence of a video. Yeah. It can be what you say to someone who walks into your school. It can be what you're saying on the mat. It's just um, putting together your, your, your words and your communication in a way that has the desired effect in the person listening to it, isn't it? It's not necessarily all about just writing stuff down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think the other thing is as well, it doesn't seem very exciting. You know, it doesn't seem like, you know, it's going to have a direct, like learning to write better. How's that going to have a direct impact on my, uh, on my business? You know, I, you know, I know Facebook, if I write a Facebook ad, for example, you know, it's going to, it's going to get me X amount of students. Um, but the copy comes into that as well, you know. It does. And speaking of Facebook ads, yeah, one of the major problems I find with people who, who create Facebook ads is obviously for me, a Facebook ad is made up of three primary things. It's the, the media, the market and the message. Yeah. And the message part of it is the communication, the copywriting, the ability to get across how it's going to benefit people and how uh, the action that you want them to take. Um, the problem I find with most instructors is they they don't realize that people can't read their mind. So yeah. they have all this amazing skill that they have, they've developed all these amazing abilities and the desire to help people and do the best by them. 
but they don't actually put that down on paper and they don't put it on their website and they don't speak about it. It's kind of like they assume that people can read read their minds, which <laughs> generally doesn't work. Yes. Um, having good copywriting skills really helps you express, you know, what you're about, how, you know, how you like to teach, how you like to help people. And that can help uh, differentiate yourself from um, all the other people on the market. So I think copy skills come into every area of, of business. Um, do you have any very simple sort of advice? Because copywriting can get really deep and technical, can't it? But do you have any yeah. simple uh, bits of advice for people starting to investigate how to improve their copy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a few simple things that I see you know, martial arts instructors do a lot um, that the, they don't need to be doing or can change and have a, a really, really um, huge impact on their performance, you know? Yeah. Um, so one of the, I think one of the most important things, one of the most important lessons for martial arts instructors is to understand that when you're writing a piece of copy, you only gear it towards one person. Yes. That is like the biggest thing that I, I, I can get across to them. Because often you'll see like, you know, uh, uh, let's take let's take parents or sorry, kids and, and adults, for example. They are two completely different, distinct groups. Yeah. What a what a parent wants for their child and what an adult wants for themselves is very, very different. And the way that you structure that message needs to be different as well. The tone that you use, the pain points that you're talking about, all of those things are completely different. So when you start out writing a piece of copy, you have to have that kind of one person in mind that you're talking to. You know, so if it's like uh, you, you call it an avatar. So you build an avatar of a person. So maybe it's like a mum. you know, how many kids does she have? you know, what, you know, level of income are they at? Who is the person, who is your ideal person that you're talking to in this piece of copy? Yeah. And if you start doing that, it makes everything else easier because you're just focused on that one thing, that one goal. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things that martial arts instructors need to do. Um, if I relate it back to like a, a website, for example, which is quite a good medium for most martial arts, you know, most martial arts instructors have to have a website. Yeah. Um, you have like your homepage, which has to be essentially quite generic anyway. There's no way around that particularly. Mm -hmm. And then you have your split off pages. So maybe you have a page for, uh, let's go four to six year olds, like little dragons is typically what they're kind of known as that kind of age group. Yeah. That should be a completely separate page and it should yeah. directly focus just on talking for the needs and goals of a little dragon or yeah. that the parents of a little dragon. Then you have like, you know, eight to 12, for example, your kids program, same thing. It should be solely focused about the challenges that they're dealing with and how it relates to that person. Same with adults, same with different styles, same with all of those kind of things. And that can be massively impactful when they do that. Yeah, uh, I, I do agree with that. You do have to have the end person in mind, like you're having a conversation with them. But what a lot of people do is they just tend to talk to the crowd, don't they? It's yeah. like they're trying to include everyone in their, uh, in their, copy and that's a bit of a mistake because then it speaks to no one so yeah you want to imagine you actually sat opposite the person that you're writing this letter to and i would say another great tip is unless it has to be particularly professional you want to make it informative and conversational because yeah. it comes across uh, a lot easier and it's uh, it's it's easier for people to read and it's more enjoyable for people to read if it sounds like a conversation rather than like a a, a speech where you're kind yeah. of projecting towards an audience so just learning how to write conversationally i would say uh, is is quite an important point as well the other thing i would say is um people tend not to write enough with their copy do they like especially martial arts instructors 
we kind of we we put something up on our website we have a page and we say we teach kids we like teaching kids kids are great sign uh, click here to sign up yeah. <laughs> it's I, i've noticed with martial arts martial arts, martial arts particularly they don't put enough information on the page uh, that is directed towards that ideal avatar that ideal person uh, in a persuasive manner that encourages them to take the act the action that they want have you found that as well is it like yeah absolutely i'm going to touch on i'll come back to that in a second so remind me but i wanted to um talk about the conversational thing just for a second yeah. and give like uh you know you guys a, a bit of a hack that you can use to start doing this one of the best things that you can do rather than trying to like type your sales message is just record uh like your voice like talk your sales message through mm. Because then it, 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 that's how you, you communicate, right? If I was going to talk to you face as we are now, I suppose, uh, I'm going to use this, you know, the words that I use, the, the sentence structure that I use, the length of sentence I use is very different than when people come to write things out. They suddenly try and be more formal. Yeah. And so if you, if you record it rather than try and type it and then you can get it transcribed or whatever, it can make a much um, more authentic sounding piece of copy. Yes. And it's so much quicker as well. You know, if you think about the speed, you can, I can type quite okay. And I probably hit 30, 40 words a minute. I can speak at, you know, probably a hundred, maybe not, maybe not, but quite a few more words a minute than, uh, than 30 or 40. So it can be a lot faster way of doing that. So you do like, when you do a first draft, just, just like use a, a voice to text type thing. I know, um, Apple has them. I'm sure Android has them as well. Yeah. Use a voice to text thing and you'll bang out like a ton of copy very very quickly and then you can go back and edit it and clarify points if necessary take out your ums and ahs add your sentence structure all that kind of stuff afterwards it makes yes. life so much so much simpler yes um yeah sorry man um so are you going to carry on there dude yes but i've completely forgotten the other point which is why uh, why i wanted you to remind me of it <laughs> that's all right dude um the other <laughs> thing i would say about um writing copy that is important for you to understand is like you say you're focusing on the other person yeah um, i find a lot of martial artists think that they need to talk more about their themselves and their achievements and and what yeah. they've done and how many students they've taught and what black boats they've got and how many championships they've won but i think they need to understand that no one really cares especially if yeah. the person doesn't know them and it's much much better in your copy especially if it's advertising copy to yeah. talk about the person that that you're speaking to and how you can help them and how their life will be improved through you know training with you then then talking about how great you are yeah it's often you see copy done the, the kind of the wrong way around so they start with the stuff that you're talking about which is like credibility and then they go on to why they should do it but you've already lost the majority of the people when you do that no one really cares how good you yeah are or how much you can help like you how how professional you are all those kind of things until they're interested in what you're doing then you get into the details so you kind of want to flip most instructors want to flip their argument and be like you know uh martial arts is going to get you fit all this kind of stuff is great da, 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 da. the reason that that we're the best people to do that is because of this right you know, gotcha you know what i mean like yeah. if you flip that on your head and then you can start talking about you know I don't know, for example, kickboxing burns 800 calories an hour, you know, in this Harvard study, you can link out to the Harvard study, you know, yeah. uh, we've produced, uh, you know, we've got these great classes, here's a bunch of testimonials from our students, all of those kind of things that can make a massive difference to people as well. But so often, I, you know, you're right, you see it the other way around, particularly on homepages and stuff. And it's like, we do, I don't know, Taekwondo and 
uh, we're in the Olympics and stuff. And it's like, okay, but why would I care about that right now? Yeah. When I want to get fit. Yeah. Which brings us nicely on to the whole idea of like a copy formula because um, yeah. copy formulas have been around forever. Yeah. Um, ever since we started writing things down, I assume we had a little formula for how, how to do it. Are you a fan of um, copywriting formulas? Uh, yeah. I, so I like, I like to start with like a loose structure and pretty right. much every single piece of copy I use the same structure for as well. Um, it's it's relatively well known. I can I can go through it if you'd like. Um, but I I, I mean it, it effectively copy kind of comes down to four different parts. Mm -hmm. You have the lead, then you have the sales argument, the offer, and the close. Okay, so the lead that is like the first bit of your copy. It's the headline. It's um, what gets people to kind of sit up and you know pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. So if we go back to my, my, my jab example, that would be the lead. It would be, I'm going to show you this one detail that's going to make your jab virtually unstoppable. That's the lead of the argument yes. or the lead of the piece of copy. The next bit of you have your sales argument. And that's where you start to go into like, um, you know, why you might want to learn this, uh, you know, where you learned it, how often you've used it, all of those kind of different things. <clears throat> then you go into the offer and it's like, Okay, well, if you'd like to learn how to throw this jab, then I've got this, you know, class that you can come to this brand new product that becomes your offer. And then the final bit is the close where you start to talk about like pricing guarantees, other options, all those kind of things. Yeah. So that's like a, a really, really simple four part structure. And if you follow that, so lead your sales argument, offer and close, you're golden most of the time. Obviously, we can break those sections down way, way further, but that's a good place to start with. Yeah, and of of the of those four sections, uh, the lead is the most important essentially because if you don't get the lead right, if you don't get the attention part right, if you don't call them out and get them to pop their heads up and pay attention to what yeah. you're writing, they don't get to read the rest of it. No, what I think one of the best things that I learned, and this is actually before I got heavily into like the marketing side of things, is you have like a this was to do with um, flyers. You have like a three second test. Okay, right. so when when you see anything. It's like, what is it? What do I get out of it? And how do I get it? And if you apply that to your marketing, it's like, if you go, again, we'll talk about a homepage. Um, what is it? It should be very, very clear that it's martial yes. arts, right? Okay, that's fairly simple. What do I get out of it? Okay, well, that can be something like your offer. So it might be like, I don't know, 30 days free. Um, it might be the, you know, I guarantee that you're going to lose 60 pounds in 20 days. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what you get out of it. And then how do I get it is the, the, the close, the, um, you know, call us now, enter your information here, you know, click this button, do something, drop your name below. That's, that's the, the test. And so when people are reading sales pages as well, they apply that same kind of formula. So the first thing that you should see, which is actually another mistake that we quite often see with uh, martial artists is they'll have like a giant picture at the top of the screen, which <laughs> takes up the majority of the page <laughs> yeah. with nothing in it. Yeah, that's right. Or their logo, that, or their yeah. massive logo across the top of the screen. Exactly. That is the most valuable piece of real estate on your website. Okay. And you have to like immediately grab someone there at that moment. It should be super easy what it is. Then typically what people do is they, in like a sales letter type thing, they will, they will see that argument and then they're going to scroll all the way to the bottom to find out what it costs. Yep. And then once they've, they've done those two things, then they'll go back and read and whether they see it's kind of interesting or not from there. That's mm. the typical way that people read everything pretty much. 
Um, and it follows that same thing that it follows that same same pattern pretty much you know so you've got to grab them give them like the offer and then you can fill out the argument in that point onwards yeah and you're so right about um website design and page design it's the most common thing yeah. i see because i do reviews of um design reviews of martial artists uh, websites and it's always a massive picture at the top or a yeah. um or even worse, even worse than the massive picture at the top is a logo that takes up most of the top section. So basically, guys, what we're trying to say is in that very top section, before you start scrolling on a laptop or on uh, on your phone, ideally, you want something that attracts their attention, that explains what it is, uh, explains what they're going to get and gives them a clear call to action all in that first section so that they can almost make a decision at that point, because it's like, this is what it is. This is what I'm going to get. Here's the deal. Do you want it? And if you put this on your on your pages, some people don't even bother going through the scroll. They'll they'll click straight yeah. on that button and start getting started and follow the process through. So I think that that bit of advice is is so so important. It's it's very very true. I'm a big fan of um, Ray Edwards' pastor formula. Um, have you heard of that one? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Uh, again, it's very simple. It's yeah. a good one to go with. Hmm. So for those of you that are not familiar, Ray Edwards is an American copywriter. He's uh, very well respected, but he came up with a formula called PASTOR, which is P-A-S-T-O-R. Um, and that stands for problem. So what's the problem that you're trying to solve? And then you agitate or amplify the problem with the A. Then you uh, explain via story what your solution is for the problem. Then you share the transformation that the person is going to have or testimonials. Uh, then you get to the offer, which is the O and the response, the thing you want them to do. And I found that a super powerful way of, of writing anything, really. If it's an email, I use it. If it's a website page, I use it. If it's uh, a Facebook ad, very, very powerful for Facebook ads, um, I use it. And I just follow that system. And the more you practice with copy, the better you get, isn't it? It's like, yeah, that. absolutely. I mean, I think I've, I, I was working it out the other day. I've written like in the last four years, four or five years, I've written well over a million words of copy, <laughs> which is ridiculous. You know, it's a, it was, it's about, I, I've been slowed off a little bit, but I bid about 250,000 last year. Wow. Uh, and I like, I want to, before, before we get onto anything, you know, more, like, I want to tell you guys, I'm like, I'm massively, massively dyslexic. Like, honestly, before I started getting into copy, I had no idea about like, they're there and they are like any of that kind of simple stuff that people should know. Yeah. Was not, it wasn't something I used, you know, uh, whatever it's, it's is another good one. Like all of those kind of things like they would just completely be on me. Still don't really understand what semicolons and colons are for commas are mostly decoration to me, but it has zero impact on the effect of your copy. Like you don't need to have super fantastic grammatical skills. Your copy shouldn't be complex in the way that it's written or the structure of it. You should be talking to like the, the the simplest form that you can do because it's the most readable often for people. Yeah. Um, so if you're worried about writing copy and you feel like you're going to sound like an idiot, don't be like, I, I honestly, I can't write. I can't like, you can hear it and I'm talking. I don't, I don't talk very well, <laughs> you know, but that doesn't matter. That makes no difference to your copy. You know, there's tools that can help you do that. That can help you improve your gamut, but it should be very, very simple. Yes. Well. Work bring up simplicity. That's another important point about effective copy. People think that they maybe have to make it complex and they have yeah. to put in long words or they have to create big paragraphs of text. Whereas 
the most effective copy I've found, at least especially in the martial arts industry, is short sentences. No complex words, no big long words. I don't really include um, style names much either. No. One of the things that really pees me off about martial arts and uh, copy is they go, um, I've studied Da 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 system, which was developed by Bing Yong, yeah. <laughs> Wuhan, Hing Chong, in, which is great if they're actually speaking to someone who knows about the martial arts system, but yeah. most often they're not. They're just speaking to the layman who doesn't understand any of that. And it's, it's kind of like just gobbledygook to, you know, your person on the street who wants to learn some martial arts and they're seeing all this complex stuff and maybe about the history and the founding. You need to put all of that on a separate page. It doesn't yeah. need to be on the pages that are... Awesome. Absolutely. Like you said, it, it's so common in martial arts. Like people, when they're first starting out, they have no clue about really what they want, mm. what your style is, how it differentiates from everything else. Like it used to be back when I started teaching, it was always like, do you teach karate? Because that was the most well-known thing. Now it's, do you teach MMA? It doesn't <laughs> mean that they want MMA or karate. It's just the only frame of reference that they have for martial arts. So, so true. I had people coming to my school when I was running my school um i want to learn mma okay so you understand that mma includes standing striking and wrestling and grappling on the ground oh no no i don't want to do anything on the ground I'm not <laughs> so, so you don't want to do mma do you really you just want to do like a cardio kickboxing class yes that's what i want to do yeah so, i mean that's that's why it's so important that um in, in your copy you're not just addressing like the surface level of things and it's the same when you're, you're you're conversing with prospective students or anything like that it's not that initially that why do you want to do mma Okay, so I want to do MMA because I want to get fit. That's the the kind of deeper level, you know, that you need to go down to. Or it's like, yes. okay, people are like, why do you, like self-defense is another one as well. Like I want to do, I want to learn self-defense. Okay, why is that? Well, because I, you know, I don't feel safe at night or, you know, it, you've got to figure out that deeper level and actually make the kind of connection with people. Because as, as martial arts, most of us understand that, um, you know, let's take the, the core reasons. So I did a survey a little while ago, which gave the core reasons that people started training. And it was fitness, self-defense. They wanted to learn a martial art competition and just looking for a fun hobby. That was like the five prominent things that they did. Yeah. Most martial arts are going to give you all of those pretty much. Yeah. You know, there's very few out there that don't have some element of that. So your martial art isn't really that important, but it's about how you communicate to the prospective student and how you like empathize with what they want and then relate your style to them about that if that makes sense it makes perfect sense mate Good. um and speaking about that sort of area about communication um one of the things that i think uh, is important with copy is how you structure it on the page um yeah. it's such a common uh thing i see with like ranty facebook posts that are <laughs> promotional but they're either like all in capitals so it sounds yeah. like you're shouting at them or they're all just one big block of oh i hate blocks and when i look at a block of text i'm like i just can't be asked it's like no it's going to be too difficult to read it's going to take me too long i'm going to get lost and have to backtrack and and so i think Part of it is obviously the words that you use to express yourself and, and share your ideas with the prospective person. But part of it is also how you put those words on the page yeah. so that they're easy to read and easy to scan. Do you have any tips on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically you wanna keep your sentences pretty short. So like, 
I think I think that I've seen things like less than sixteen words, right? And then um, paragraphs are less than thirty-two words, right? Often, what you'll see with people, if you like, I have this argument with my wife. My wife's like an amazing writer, like in terms of actual being able to write uh, beautiful stories. Very is really cr the craft of writing, but she uses paragraphs as they were meant to be used which you end up with like just this wall of text that you were talking about that I can't read. Um, if anybody follows John Danaher, I hate John Danaher's posts. Same, same, yeah. Because like- great information. They're, great yeah, information. I literally can't read them. So yeah. again, being dyslexic, my, my brain just doesn't track from one side of the page to the other, mm. almost impossible for me. And most people are exactly the same as well. They don't wanna be confronted by a wall of text. They want it to be very, very simple. They want, you know, uh, short sentences, one thought per paragraph, typically, that's all you need. Yeah. Um, and, and it makes such a big, big difference to people as well. You know, mm -hmm. emails, particularly, if you think about most people are checking their emails on their phone. Yeah. If you go over, uh, like, more than probably, like I say, 32 words, you've got this block of text, which is, is difficult for people to read, it takes up most of the page, you don't want that same on Facebook, you know, that's the, 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 the world that we live in now, you know, so we need to, we need to adapt accordingly and keep it simple for people. Yeah. Uh, while, while, while we're talking about this kind of uh, thing, there's a, there's a, um, I think it's a web app called Hemingway. Yes. Which is a really useful tool. If you want to start simplifying down your, um, your writing really, really easy. It will tell you the, the grade level that you're working at. So I aim for like a grade level of five. Mm hmm um, you know, it will tell you if your sentence structure is too long, if you're using too many um, uh, things like pronouns and stuff like that, Dif lots of different things that, that, that it includes. It's a really useful tool for starting to simplify down your, your, your uh, writing. Yeah. And um, on the sales or on the page design type of things, I'm a big fan of lots of white space. I yeah. like to use um, bolded um, headlines. I like to use bullet points. I like yeah. to break things up. Like you said, with emojis, we're in the social media age now. And um, my friend is always going on about, you put too many emojis in your posts. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, but I like emojis. <laughs> I like emojis and other people like me like emojis. And yeah. those are the types of people I'm speaking to. Then, the, But also it breaks up the text, adds a bit of color to social media posts. It catches the eye. So all of exactly. these things make it just more easy to read. And that's the point. If you write amazing copy, but you make it difficult to read on the page or on the phone, especially like you were saying, um, it, you're not going to get the result you want. So part of it is obviously the words that you create and the formula, the copy formula you use to do, uh, use to persuade people to take the action that you want yeah. to take. But also part of it is page design and how it looks on the page and how easy it is to read. And is it easy to scan? And are the key sentences or keywords bolded? All of these things play a part. Yeah. The other thing is as well is you, you don't, you don't want to use complicated language yes. for people like, whenever you write a piece of copy you should go back through it and just try and edit it as much as possible and then do it again yeah. and take out words that are you, you don't need to sound fancy people need simplistic stuff so for example i, I just pulled up a couple of examples here uh, complimentary should just be free like <laughs> yeah like it's super simple very very easy to do purchases buy you know and then take out words that are just unnecessarily as well like yeah. for example test thoroughly just test you don't need that extra word in there like or tested or you know yeah 
it's it should be very very simple um that, that you're trying to use so if you have like a complicated word and particularly with martial arts we have a lot of jargon yes. in there drop the jargon take that out yeah it, it's yeah just take out the jargon because number one people don't know what it means um and that's not great for them that, that'll make them feel a little bit stupid and you never want to do that um, <laughs> and it, it makes your copy harder to read so just take out that that jargon make it simple for people such good advice dude um so do you have any resources that you could recommend uh, you've mentioned a couple of apps um so if people are looking to improve their copy obviously they could contact you possibly yeah. and have a, have a have a chat with you to see if you could help them with their copy because your copy is amazing your copy has generated so much extra income and revenue for for my business both offline and online um uh, and because you're in the industry you totally understand you yeah. know how to write for people who are interested in martial arts. So obviously they could contact you. How do they contact you, Tom? Uh, probably on Facebook is easiest. Or if you drop me an email at, let what email should I use? Let's go tom at escapologybjj.com. Yeah. That is the easiest thing to do. Um, obviously you can follow me on social media. So I don't post a lot about copy because uh, I don't at the moment. Um, <laughs> I am in the near future going to be doing like a, a, a something I've been trying to think. Because I, I, I don't know exactly how frustrating it'd be for martial artists to try and take the the kind of the copywriting world and then plug it into the the martial arts industry yeah it can be really really difficult because you don't want to you don't necessarily want to come over as that salesy person you know and it can be really challenging to, to cut through all of that stuff and get it to a point that you can just write simple effective copy so i'm putting together a course at the moment um they'll they'll be out soon as soon as i i get a few free minutes um so that'll be coming up but also if check out um things for you to to try and use uh number one hemingway app i think it's called hemingwayapp.com yeah. or hemingway.app is a really valuable tool um for starting to simplify your language uh i use grammarly a lot because as i say my grammar is pretty atrocious <laughs> that's a really powerful tool um in terms of uh what are, what are the other things that i use all the time the other thing that i would highly recommend people do is create a swipe file uh, yeah. so a swipe file is just uh pieces of copy that have drawn your attention so that might be that when you're scrolling through your emails if there's a particular subject line that stops you in your tracks you copy it and then you look at it and you you you, you see see where it goes same with if like you're reading the body of an email text same if you you know you see a facebook ad and uh it, it stops you and you you end up going on to buy the product copy all those things just keep a record of them yeah. because the more that you're thinking about like why did i stop at this point why did i open this email why did i click this button it will develop your understanding of of, of copy um so you go from being like just a consumer to uh to being like to observing it with like a critical eye Yes. about why you're doing certain things what resonates with you so they uh that's the things that i would i would recommend as much to people uh come on that course that i'm going to be doing uh use hemingway use grammarly and then keep a swipe file yeah swipe file is really really important because it's uh anything that i ever buy i always try and say yeah. an ad that i saw before i bought it because then i can understand what triggers me and it also makes me buy less things because i'm like oh they're using this copy formula and they're using this principle there and do, do i need to respond because otherwise copy can be so persuasive that you can almost 
moved down the funnel without realizing yeah. like what's happening and suddenly you, you well at least i do I, I can spend quite a bit of money in my <laughs> wow, okay oh yeah i've just thought of something else as well there's a book by robert coldini called um influence oh, which yes, is yeah. an amazing book uh, it just talks about why people do certain things um and it, it's one of those things with great power comes great responsibility so you can use it to your advantage in terms of not going down the buying tree like matt does um, to understand why you're being influenced to make certain choices, but you can also use it as a way to influence people to do things as well. Yes. Um, and again, that's one of those shady things that I think martial artists kind of tend to steer clear from. Um, you know, they don't want to feel like they're influencing people and making them do decisions that they don't want to do, which is understandable. It's a really important ethical thing that you're doing. But at the uh -huh. same time, you're already writing copy. You're already putting out there. So you may as well understand what you're writing and why it's working and why it's not working. Yeah, but my counter argument to that is if you truly believe that what you teach <laughs> helps people and improves their lives and makes them better, more resilient, happier, healthier, why would you not learn the skills of copywriting so that you can share that message with more people and encourage more people to come to your school? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think if you if you truly believe that you're of creating uh, content and teaching lessons that benefit the world, you'd want to get as many people as possible to your classes. That would be my counter argument as well. Hmm. Like if you have something that's awesome, you want to tell people about it and you want to tell them about it as much as you possibly can. And in now, the I, quality way, right? Yeah, exactly. And you need to be able to present that to people effectively, like you say. Like I'm a, I'm a awful at not promoting myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Matt's better. Matt once threatened to stab me in the leg because I wasn't doing a very good job. Um, I've yeah, written an awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it was a fork. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um it was all in jest, I think. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'd written an awesome book and I was just sitting on it rather than putting it out to people uh, and letting people have the, the the information, which is super, super beneficial. And that's, you know, that's that imposter syndrome that we're often talking about um, or the fear that people won't like you. Like if you have something that you know is worthwhile, you know, get it out there, get it to people and do it in the most effective way that you can. And that partially or you know is down to copy because yeah um there are many amazing products that i've seen that some of my instructors have created and they've basically just put it on a page and said buy it yeah and without any you know explanation of what it is and how it can help people and what the benefits of signing up and are they you know other people what other people have said about them and their teaching methods and any bonuses they might be getting and any guarantees and all of the stuff that you you would put in a, a decent copy they just plonk it on a website or on a page and say come and get it um because they assume yeah you can read their mind and understand that how beneficial it will be for them but people can you actually need to put all of that on the paper in a way that people can read understand and appreciate yeah that's actually what i'm thinking about it that's another thing that i often see with copy you should have one the, the piece of copy whatever it is that you're writing should contain one clear idea and it should also have one call to action if you start doing more than that, so you'll often, um, you'll see people that will have like uh, different click throughs, for example, they have eight different buttons that they want or eight different tasks they want someone to complete after they've read it. Yeah. If you do that, it just muddies the water for people. They don't know what they should be doing. It should always be focused just on one thing. That's so right. it's not like um, sign up to my email address or comment below. It's comment below. Yeah. Or 
sign up to my email address, not either or, it's just one of those things. Um, the same with like the, the clearer you can get your idea, the better for people. So it becomes almost self-explanatory to them. And they'll be like, oh, why, why, why didn't I do that? Whereas people tend to like muddy the water with um, martial arts, particularly it's, it's, it's uh, oh, you, you will learn fitness, but you'll also get self-defense and you'll also get yeah, yeah. Uh, spiritual enlightenment. Yeah, you. It's like okay, you've got one clear idea about this piece of copy because that goes back to our avatar, the the single person that we're talking about. The person is going to come to you because they want one thing. It's not because they they will get the other things as a byproduct, but they're focused on one goal, yes. one major reason why they're there, and that's what you need to be focused on as well. Yeah, very true. That's a that's a great point and a nice point to end on, matey. Thank you very much. I've I've learned loads and I've been studying copy for <laughs> a while, so that has been really really useful. So, people, if you want to speak to Tom, uh, get on Facebook and find him, Tom Barlow, um, or just message me and I can get you in touch with him. And uh, check out those resources he mentioned. I also recommend um, Ray Edwards' book. How yeah. to write copy that sells it's a very easy to read book very uh simple yeah and i think he's doing it for just postage as well right yeah he does an offer on it so you can just get it essentially for the price it, it costs to post uh which is really really cool you can get it on amazon as well pretty cheap and you can get the audiobook version but if you want to get started with a very simple copywriting system that's easy for us to use yeah. martial artists um ray edwards is highly recommended thank you very much tom appreciate my that my pleasure mate anytime and uh, I'll speak to you soon. All right, matey, I'll speak to you soon, okay? Cheers. Bye.